This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the December 20th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters, the Federalist has an article out titled, Latest Twitter Files Bombshell Shows FBI Neck Deep in Russian Disinformation Lie to Kill Hunter Biden Laptop Story. Having ex-FBI Deputy Counsel and Trump hater Jim Baker on the inside at Twitter might have helped. The Republican National Committee is asking that the Federal Election Committee reopen investigation into the quashing of the Hunter Biden story. I assume their argument is that it is an in-kind campaign contribution. I doubt it will go anywhere. I read in Reuters that 350,000 people have died in Syria and millions have left due to the war. 350,000. That is on par with the United States citizens killed in World War II and six or seven times greater than the U.S. deaths in the Vietnam War. Stanford University released guidelines on harmful language that they want minimized. One word is American. They prefer U.S. citizen. I was ready to bash this, but I guess the reason is there are many countries in the North and South American hemispheres. The Wall Street Journal has an article that taxing the rich has pushed many of the rich to leave New York City, reducing tax revenue. Duh. Taxes are kind of like price. If you raise the price on something, fewer will buy it. The leaders in New York City are waking up to this. I would love to see a smart person take eight or ten fictional people from the bottom to the top of our economic structure and look at how they got there. Inherited? Brilliant? Lottery of luck? Hard work. And also look at how much government assistance they receive and how much they pay in taxes. My guess is we have a much more progressive tax structure than is generally thought. Further, where it falls short is on unrealized gains, basically from tech billionaires. Anyone want to work with me on writing a novel where this is a theme? Title 42 is an old health law that was used by the Trump administration during COVID to quickly send illegal immigrants and or asylum seekers back across the border. I think I have that right. It was due to end, but a number of states sued and the Supreme Court issued a stay. My general thinking is Congress should pass a law along the lines of this policy, but using Title 42 after almost three years seems a stretch. Moving on. I find Japan fascinating because in the late 80s and early 90s, I was on a Chamber of Commerce committee where Japan was talked about as a shining light up on the hill that we should aspire to. Certainly true in the area of quality control. But Japan has been in a 30-year mild recession. I'm not sure I understand the problems, but I believe they have to do with the banking system and that they never cleaned house, so to speak, like we did when we had the savings and loan crisis. I thought of that when I skimmed a Wall Street Journal article that Japan's interest rates are still below zero, I assume to stimulate the economy. But as interest rates rise in other countries, that causes a downward push on the price of the Japanese currency. The WSG article says that is allowed, I almost said cause, the government to spend money like crazy. I can't say cause because the U.S. can spend money like drunken sailors regardless of the interest rate level. Anyway, the journal suggests Japan may start raising their interest rates. 
The January 6th committee made criminal referrals for four individuals to the Department of Justice. Before you get your tights in a bunch, this is kind of like saying y'all ought to look into this. I believe Republicans did that when they controlled Congress and Eric Holder was not supplying information requested relative to Fast and Furious. Eric Holder, as head of the DOJ, did not act on the criminal referral. Donald Trump was referred for four alleged acts. One, obstruction of an official proceeding. This seemed to be based on trying to get VP Pence not to certify the state electoral votes and to get alternative slates of electors to Congress. We don't like what Trump does. Doesn't mean it's illegal. This one's a miss. Conspiracy to defraud the United States seemed to be based on saying the election was stolen, even though others told him it was not. Swing and a miss. Or if the statute limitation allows, let's try Hillary Clinton also. Three, conspiracy to make a false statement seems to be based on if you say something to Congress that is not true, then you can be prosecuted. The false statements seem to be based on submitting alternative or fake electors. But if your argument is the state was stolen, then you need to put forward alternative electors. Maybe in case a court rules in your favor at the last minute. By law, there is a date where electors have to be named. Find a slam Trump for this. Criminal referral? Prosecute? Nah. Four, aided or incited an insurrection? Nope. In the January 6th court cases, prosecutors have argued it was not an insurrection, that the defendants were not operating under the direction of Trump. If they were, then the defendants could argue they were loyal or at least confused citizens. Further, while we live in a world where words are redefined, January 6th was not an insurrection. Don't yell at me for minimizing January 6th. It can be awful and not an insurrection. Question. Should Republicans in January refer Joe Biden for criminal referral? The law clearly states that illegal immigrants shall be held until their case is resolved. Joe Biden is willfully violating that statute. Obama did as well. My point is, be careful what you wish for. Several Republican congressmen were referred to the ethics panel for failing to comply with subpoenas. That precedent will be interesting when the Republican subpoena machine starts up in January. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not, please share with the rest of the folks you know.